All the adventures of a librarian turned sniper, Liberty Schoenhauer, who finds that aliens started the zombie apocalypse. These things happen. She is aided by the great uncle Danny Toughest Nails, and together they try and save as many people in the book Liberty's Run. Book one is out now at Amazon and Mythmart, and book two is coming soon in August. And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Carry on, Almighty One Son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry. Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 90, oh crap, 94 I think, hold on, I just looked at it too, you'll have to bear with me, I am on pain medication for my back, and my brain is mush, so I think we're 94, it's Lupus Bits anyway, so it's episode, yes, 94 of Lupus Bits, I am your host, Lupa. And this is my last Canadian podcast, hopefully, um, for a little bit. And I will be podcasting um, from the road next week. (laughs) And then um, from California. So I am excited about that. Uh, Let me just see. I'm pulling up. Okay, so it did a thing. I'm not proud of it. I lied. Um, Technically, I am supposed to be taking tonight this week off. I told Dave that I was going to take this week off. Um, and he asked because, is it because I was hurting? And I lied to him and I said, yeah. When in all reality, um, it's, I know he's had a crap day and usually he listens in when I podcast, he's my live studio audience, and I waited, you know, for him to get home and get settled. I didn't podcast on my regular night because my back was hurting, and I scheduled to do it tonight, a later night, and I knew he'd had a bad day, Um, so I was kind of waiting for him, and I was going to try and you know, maybe make him laugh or cheer him up. And I know he likes to listen to me podcast and kind of asked me what I was doing. I said, you know, just watching TV. And 
he says that he, he told me he had just put his pajamas on and he was going to get into bed and watch Disney Plus because he only had like two episodes left of the book of Boba Fett. So it kind of dawned on me that, you know, he'd had such a bad day that he probably forgot. Um, and I didn't want to ruin that. I didn't want to make him feel worse than the bad day he'd already had. So I lied to him. And I know he's going to listen to this. And he can make the decision as to whether he, or not he wants to put this one out there. Or if he wants to keep it for himself. But I'm apologizing for lying to him. I don't, I, I don't lie. I can't. Sorry. Popcorn kernel from earlier. <laughs> got stuck. I, I have a hard time with lying. And like this conversation happened maybe five minutes ago. And here I am podcasting, telling you all that I lied to him, telling him that I lied to him. Um, and I don't know how long this podcast is going to be to, tonight because I am actually doing it from a horizontal position because my back really does hurt. Um, it's kind of hard to take a deep breath. And, uh, yeah, so pinched nerve in my neck. Not, not fun. Um, so I'm going to get into housekeeping right away. Uh, Dark Myth Publications, that is me, is proud to announce its newest release by Australian award-winning author Maureen Ahmed and her book Incandescence, which goes on sale, well, is on sale at MythMart dot com and you can find it on Amazon pretty much any Amazon wherever you are um, if you are in the US and you want incandescence which I highly recommend you can get it at mythmart.com and that will give um, our author a much bigger chunk of the royalties which she richly deserves so MythMart.com, Incandescence, on sale now. Dark Myth Comics' new editor-in-chief is going to meet with Dave and discuss the direction the brand is going. As American Smash Issue 6 was turned in for inking this past weekend. New Wave Comics' Durr magazine is formally taking submissions for its first issue. And you can go to www.newwave, that's N-U, W-A-V-E comics with an X dot com and click the link Durr. deadline for round two of the open contract challenge is coming up very soon. Um, could be today, Friday when this is released. I'm not sure, but I know it's coming up. Um, I'm not good at doing math and there's math required for this answer, so I'm not going to do it. But yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it's Friday. The deadline is like today when this podcast comes out. So um, get those chapters in, get your good chapter in before you run out of time. Because once that's up, your chapters will not be accepted after the deadline. That's kind of the whole point of the contest. Over at the Jason Modcast, we would like to welcome Kevin Hoskinson as the host for season six of My Life as an American Nerd. And let me tell you, I um, listened to part of the episode today, and 
Oh, it was great. It was so good to hear the old format back. And he has got a real knack for podcasting, obviously. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And I'm really looking forward to listening to the rest of the podcast. Um, so, yeah, check it out. And over at MythMart, Dave is attempting to arrange a meeting with Alan Russo and West Coast director Gary Falls to strategize for the global expansion project. So, Russo, Gary, get your stuff together, get organized, get this meeting happening. Dave, you too. Um, it appears that an agreement to use the Apple Valley Inn for the next PCE could not be reached, so Dave will reach out to other venues. Now, as I've said before, I will be in California next week, and I will be there for a while. So we are going to go on some days off. We're going to take the girls, and we're going to go exploring the area and see what we can find, who we can talk to, and what we can nail down. Outside distribution has received some extra help from OCC Director Walter G. Esselman, who has stepped in to help Christopher Harris in the task of contacting over 600 comic book stores. Speaking of our dear friend Walter, we would like to wish him a happy belated birthday since his birthday was the 5th. And I did wish him happy birthday on his birthday. I sent him a private Star Wars message from friends of mine actually had done this Star Wars birthday message. So I sent that to him on the day of his birthday and I think, pretty sure it made him giggle, because <laughs> it was kind of cool. Um, and he was totally taking advantage of the day, enjoying his day, and trying to not do any business on that day. And uh, I think he and Amy had a wonderful day. I haven't talked to him since then, so I'm not sure. He could be recuperating from that wonderful day. But uh, happy belated birthday, Walter. Okay, so the board of directors has officially been split into two, and the advisory committee has officially begun as well. Alan Russo and his team will meet on the 12th to discuss the purpose of the committee and go over things that have been spotted already within the company. Birthday boy Walter, who is the chairman, will conduct the leadership board's first meeting in July, and the board of directors will meet Saturday the 18th to talk about everything as a whole. Uh, the World of Myth magazine is having two issues this month. First is our special Pride Month edition, and our traditional publication will come out on the 24th. You can contact me at Stephanie Barty at theworldofmyth.com for more information. And please, 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 I'm begging you, please read the guidelines before submitting. Thank you very much. Um, I think that is it for housekeeping. And yeah, so things are moving along here. Um, more people are coming to, as you all know, I've been at my sister's and their house is listed for sale. People are starting to come in and out and, and uh, things are starting to pick up. Um, and I was originally planning on leaving to head to California on Sunday, but um, they're having a showing on Saturday. And my sister was supposed to go to my brother's, but that got changed because she's a dentist appointment. But I'm still leaving on Saturday anyway. So because they were showing Saturday morning, I'm just going to leave Saturday morning before the showing. Um, everything has to be packed up and put away anyway. So I might as well just pack it up, put it away and put it in my car and then get in my car and leave a day early. Um, which I'm not 
too upset about. I would have liked to have left on, you know, Thursday, <laughs> like just today. And tomorrow, I would have liked to have left tomorrow. I'm podcasting on Wednesday. So I would have liked to have left tomorrow because uh, the sooner the better. Um, I won't lie. I miss Dave very much. I haven't seen him since uh, my birthday week in February. And I miss the girls and Jay very, very much. I haven't seen them since the beginning of January. So it's been a while. And uh, I would like to go and see them all. And when I come back, um, I'll be coming back in July because my mom is turning 70. So we're been, my sister and I have been kind of throwing around um, some ideas for her birthday. Now, if you know my mom, if you've met my mom, you know my mom is all about the bling. She wears like 500 pounds of gold bracelets on her wrist. She loves sparkly rings, sparkly earrings, sparkly diamonds, sparkly necklaces. She likes the finer things in life. So we were um, batting around some ideas about what kind of birthday party we wanted to set for her. And our first idea that we came up with was kind of like a red carpet, you know, do like a whole gala, make her snooty snoot, if you will. And um, I, my brain just shut off. Um, doing like whole, you know, make her like the the award winner, like the Academy Awards, but you know, more of this is your seventieth birthday, you know here's your award kind of deal. And then uh, my nephew, because he is used to um, themed birthday parties, which my sister has always done themed birthday parties um, for them, like animal themes of some sort. He's like, we have to do an animal theme. And <laughs> we're like, well, how do you kind of really do that? And then it, somehow it kind of came around to bees, bumblebees. And the queen bee um, idea came out. And the more my sister and I talk about it, and the more we kind of throw this queen bee idea around, the more we like it. Uh, my aunt had kind of poo-pooed the black tie affair idea because she was worried about people being too hot while well, she was actually worried about my uncle Jeff being too hot in um, formal attire we were thinking summer formal you know like cool but uh, we kind of see your point but the whole queen bee um, make her like a little crown with little bees on it and make her cake in the shape of like a beehive with little bees on it um, make her like a, a cloak and a scepter and she could be total queen bee on her birthday. And it's kind of an inside joke because she behaves like queen bee sometimes. And, uh, yeah, so I think we may end up going with the queen bee theme. Now I'm going to miss my youngest niece's first birthday 
And um, I'm kind of bummed about that because I've been there for um, her sisters and her brothers. But unfortunately, it is in like three weeks. And that is not enough time for me to visit in California and then be back for her birthday. So I'm going to... um, come back from my mom's birthday, which is the end of July. Um, I'm not going to be here for my nephew's graduation either, but I really wasn't invited to that. So, you know, it is what it is. I sent him his graduation gift and I sent him his birthday gift and my relationship with him has nothing to do with my brother. So we will just move on from that. Um, I'm really hoping that this is loud enough. I'm kind of looking and uh, it's not really looking like the mic is picking up. I'm as close to it as I possibly can get. I'm actually a lot closer to it than I normally am, but I'm not really talking all that loud because I don't want... I'm right underneath my sister's room, so um, I don't want to disturb anybody. Um, But, uh, yeah, so I'm excited. My brother-in-law got the pool heater hooked up today. I know I kind of I'm all over the place right now, but bear with me. Flexerols are my friends. <laughs> home plates, baby, home plates. Uh, that's what Misha used to call them when I was on them. I was on them years and years and years ago because I have uh, degenerative degenerative. That's a really hard word to say. Disc disease in my back, and uh, I was on them for a long time, and then I got off them. And just kind of learned to deal with it. And I think part of why my back is acting up now too. Is I have put on a bit of weight. And okay I put on a lot of weight. And that always puts pressure on my back. So um, we are back on the health nut kick. Um, Trying to eat healthy. I haven't really jumped back on the keto train yet. Because that's kind of difficult when you're helping prepare meals for a four-year-old and a two-year-old and the four-year-old kind of going through this picky stage. So if he doesn't see you eating something, he'll think there's a reason why you're not eating it and he will boycott that as well. So we kind of have to eat everything and we've been eating out a lot lately because a lot of the showings are at five o'clock. So that's dinner time and we have to be gone for like an hour. So we just go out for dinner. And uh, we can't keep eating like A&W or stuff like that. So like my brother-in-law likes to go to a restaurant. So we go to a restaurant tonight. We went to this one tonight and I'm going to write, I I have this poem kind of, I don't know if it's a poem or a lyrical story um, kind of floating around in my head right now. It hasn't quite taken shape. So I haven't put it on paper. But the name of the uh, restaurant was uh, Smoke and Moonshine. And that just, it sounds like it should be the name of a poem or um, a, a lyrical story or something. Smoke and Moonshine. And I have a few of the lines there. And I, I have a feeling it's going to be about a woman. Um, and she's going to be smoking moonshine, but yeah, so 
it's there. And it, the just the name of the restaurant inspired me. So I'm copywriting that right now. Nobody's allowed to steal it. Don't steal it. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, tomorrow um, I'll be moving upstairs to my niece's room because they're having my sister and brother-in-law are having company. And I mean, that's why I kind of offered to leave on Thursday because they're going to be having company. They're friends of theirs coming with a little boy. That's the eight between the age of Haley and Everett. I think he's three and they have a little baby that's younger than Violet. So, um, you know, I was like, you know what? I can, I could just leave on Thursday and then you guys wouldn't have to worry about the extra person. Um, but then it kind of dawned on me. If I do leave, then my poor sister's left doing all of the housework and getting everything all straightened and organized and ready um, for when they have showings. And they have showings coming up. Like we have one tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Um, we had two tonight. There's one tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., which is Thursday. There could be more, more than likely, on Friday. And then there's one at 11 a.m. on Saturday. So if I left tomorrow morning then I would be leaving her, not that she's complaining or not that she expects me to stay and do this, but I'm her big sister. She's got a broken toe. She's in her boot. And she's got like three little ones. And my brother-in-law has all this stuff outside that he has to do. So she's in charge of the inside stuff. And it's hard for her to kind of get around with the boot. So I feel really bad about leaving her. But, you know, I've been here over a month now. When did I get here? The beginning of May. I got here the beginning of May. First week of May. I'm still here. <laughs> um, but so I'm going to stay until Saturday morning and then, and then I'm out of here. I've already made it perfectly clear. I am out of here. So the house needs to sell between now and Saturday morning so that I can leave guilt-free because I will feel really guilty about leaving I'll still go because my desire to see my boyfriend and his family is stronger than my guilt at leaving my sister <laughs> especially he said the sweetest thing to me today too and he showed my sister and we're both like oh he's so adorable and it was kind of at a moment when I really needed it um and it was just yeah it was really sweet so I can't, I, I won't lie, I am um, pretty much terrified um, about the drive. I have never driven that far by myself. Uh, I, I, I've never driven that long by myself. When I drove to Georgia, um, I stayed in a hotel one night. And then the next day I drove for 29 and a half hours because I couldn't afford to stay in another hotel. So I just kept driving. So, and I got lost. That's why it took 29 and a half hours. I got lost. I won't lie. Um, I didn't have Google Maps back then. Jeez, I had a Motorola flip phone that had, you had to pull the antenna up and the screen was orange. And it didn't work once you crossed the border. <laughs> so, um, I'm... Uh, I'm, 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 okay, I'm downright terrified. I am terrified about this drive that I'm going to get lost. I'm going to run out of money, which isn't possible. It shouldn't cost me 
the amount of money that I have, it should not cost me that much to get there. If it does, there's something wrong. Um, that I'm going to get mugged. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm really, um, I'm really nervous. I'm really scared about doing this. And I mean, I, I put on a good show about, you know, I'm this big gypsy wanderer and I love to travel. And But normally I know where I'm going. I've been there. And I'm I'm doing it in my own little country. If I'm leaving the country, I'm usually traveling with somebody. So um, I'm doing this on my own. It's kind of a... <laughs> my friend, I was talking to my friend earlier, and I was giving them an update on the uh, Big D front. And um, yeah, that happened this week. Finalized. And... Uh, he says, to celebrate me being a free woman, I'm going down Route 66. So, of course, what do I have to do? I have to pull out Google Maps and see if I can find Route 66. I can't actually pick up Route 66 until Albuquerque, I think. I don't know. I have to figure it out. I have to get one of those, like, classic road maps, which I'll get at, like, a gas station in some little town along the highway in the States somewhere in, I don't know, Illinois. Um, I am planning, if I can, to go to Franklin, Indiana, and go visit the Mythmaster himself, um, go and play in the Mythmaster's dungeon lair for a couple hours. Um, but I have to time it just right because it's an eight hour drive from here to Franklin, Indiana. So I might end up pulling into Franklin, getting a hotel and then, you know, having breakfast with him and um, his wife and going and seeing the store and then hitting the road and carrying about my way. So I have a few stops that I'm going to make along the way. So it's supposed to take about 36 hours but it's probably going to take me more like 40, I'm thinking, because I want to stop in Wichita, Kansas. I want to get a picture of me in the sign in Wichita. I want to drive around Wichita for a little bit and check it out. I want to stop in Winslow, Arizona. I got to find the right street corner to take a picture of me in Winslow, Arizona. Hoping a flatbed truck will go by. I know I keep quoting that song, but I mean, come on. I want to find, um, I've got to watch Jerry Maguire before I leave. I want to find that stretch of highway, or at least one that looks similar to that stretch of highway. And I want to do the whole, you know, free falling Jerry Maguire style going down the highway. I've got to find the Nicole Kidman song that she sang too, when she was going back to, um, the house in Practical Magic and, and do that too, because that's all, those are all on my musical bucket list. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. And then there's a few movie stops that I want to make along the way. Um, check out a couple of, you know, interesting things along the way. And I want to make like, I want to make it as interesting as possible. But I'm also terrified. And I know me. I'm anxious to get there. I want to get there and, and you know, like, hug all the people. So I may just screw it and keep driving. I may not want to stop. I may do all of the sightseeing and the interesting things on the way home. 
Who knows? I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. My big concern, and it's really funny because I was talking to my mom and my mom's like, my dad was the same way. He was the exact same way. He would stress and worry and fret about crossing the border for no reason at all. No reason. I have no reason to to worry about crossing the border. I'm not transporting anything illegal. I'm not doing anything illegal. I'm not over my allotted time that I'm allowed to cross the border in a year. Um, I'm going to visit in California and come home. So there's no reason for me to be afraid to cross the border. But it's just this weird thing. I'm anxious about it. And I will be until I get to the other side. And then I'll be fine. Um, and I think that's part of why I want to go so soon. So just get just to get that over with. And mom said that dad was like that a lot too. That he would always be stressed out crossing the border. Like, what's he worried about? I'm worried about a border. And um, my sister said to me tonight, she's like, you could totally raid the pantry and, you know, fill up your cooler and, and take stuff with you because, you know, the hotel, like I'll stay in a hotel room and normally they have a microwave so I could warm up soup for my dinner or make like a Mr. Noodles or something. What do you guys call them in the States? Ramen noodles? Whatever. I can make ramen and um, it would be a whole lot cheaper than eating out all the time. Well, then, of course, you know, I had to get on and start looking down at what I can take and what I can't take. And can it have meat in it? And it's, yeah. So I'm like paranoid that I'm going to get stopped for like I could just see it now. I'm going to have to call my boyfriend and go, I'm sorry, I can't come to visit because I got busted at the border for contraband grapes. I got, I'm trying to smuggle a grape across the border. I'm sorry. <laughs> They've banned me for life. <laughs> something ridiculous. And that would be my luck. That would be something ridiculous like that. You know, I would get busted for an apple. Because you're not allowed to bring fresh fruit or vegetables or meat across the border. So, yeah. Get busted for an apple or something ridiculous like that. But that would be my luck. Um... Like this whole back thing, like three days before I travel. Yay! I'm going to be sitting in a car for how many hours a day with a messed up back? Hmm. Awesome. At least I know I have a really good back rub in my future when I get there. Um, I've already locked that in. <laughs> Possibly a butt rub because I'm sure after three days or two days in the car, my butt's going to be numb. Um... That's if he's not mad at me, because, you know, I lied to him. He said that at the beginning of this podcast, I lied to him. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't really feeling it, and I was kind of disappointed. Um, but I didn't want him to know that I was disappointed, because then I, I, I know him. He would feel bad, and he has no reason to feel bad. He had a crap day. And if you want to come home and curl up in bed and watch your favorite show because you had a crap day, you could do that. You know, I have to learn how to do this without a live studio audience. I did it before. I mean, this was him. Him listening in wasn't always a thing. I would do the podcast and then I would spin it down and I would send it to him or I'd convert it. I wouldn't spin it down. I spin it down now, but um, I would convert it to an MP4 or an MP3 and I would send it to him and he would listen to it. Um, so him listening in wasn't always a thing. It didn't become a thing until I think we became a thing. 
then he began listening in. I'm not sure. I don't actually remember when. Ah, sorry, I'm just readjusting and I have a dog up my butt, so it's kind of hard. Um, I'm not entirely sure when he started listening in, to be honest. Hmm. Might be interesting to find out, especially seeing as I'm coming up on my 100th um, episode. I think I'm going to actually be in California. We're at 94. No, that's six weeks. Maybe. I might still be in California in six weeks. I don't know. Maybe not. I might be back in Canada for my 100th episode. We'll have to see. There's going to be this interesting um, bits from the road. Because I'm going to probably like do a little podcast here or there in the car while I'm traveling or when I stop. Um to give you kind of like a, a, a road diary <laughs> of my trip, because I'm not going to remember it all. So I'm just going to record bits and pieces here and there. So, you know, road bits, Lupa's road bits. Uh, there could be some road rage. Who knows? Uh, I do have to go through some big cities. I like to stay on the interstates. Staying on the interstates is actually like a better idea for me because Gas stations are easier to find. Um, hotels are easier to find. If you stay on a main interstate, you start going off on the side roads and the back roads and that, not necessarily that easy to find. And I have a Shell membership. I have a CAA membership, which gets me discounts at the pump and rates discounts at hotels. So I think I'm going to be sticking to the interstates. Anyway, so yeah, I'm 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 excited about my trip. Um, I'm excited about getting there. I'm terrified about the journey, but I think that's the point. I think the journey for me is going to be important. Um, doing something I've never done before, like driving. When I went to see Crystal. Uh, driving to New Brunswick with Brian following me was totally different than driving. I mean, driving home with Brian in the car was totally different than me driving home from Crystal's by myself. You know, having to do all these stops and and get gas and and um, make sure I ate because <laughs> that's a big thing for me. Remembering to eat. Um, making sure that I took the right, followed the right directions and, and I had to keep myself alert and awake. There wasn't somebody in the car talking to me, keeping me alert and awake. So yeah, um, I'm making sure that when I do stop, especially at night, if I'm stopping for the night, that I'm stopping in a safe place, that I'm going to be safe. And, you know, I'm parking in a safe place and, and I'm staying, sleeping in a safe place. So, yeah, I suddenly have to be an adult. And I don't know how I feel about that. Adulting is highly overrated. If they had told me this is what adulting was going to be like when I was a child and wanted to be an adult, I never would have subscribed. I would have continued my membership as a child. Thank you very much. Um... I don't know if I like adulting. Some parts of it I do. Others, I'm not so sure. This this whole having to be responsible for myself. I'm not 
I mean, again, when I was talking to my friend, he reminded me that I have been responsible for myself for a long time. I have not been able to rely on another person for a long time. So the fact that there's a piece of paper now that says that I no longer can legally rely on that person um, really doesn't mean anything. But the day that I kind of all came down and was done, done, like no more emails, no more time ticking down, no more filing of papers and, and all of that was kind of like the finality of it all hit me. And I shed some tears. I cried. I, I had a really rough day that day. And it's still kind of emotional for me. I mean, it's sad. I put a long time into a relationship that probably never should have happened in the first place. That probably should have ended a decade or more, two decades ago. Um, yeah. Yeah. But we both put in a lot of time in trying to make it work because we both believed that that's what you did. You made it work. And, and it's kind of hard to swallow that knowledge that we just couldn't make it work. No matter what, there's something out there that I couldn't do. You know? Yeah. And then the day after it's it's all said and done, I wake up to a text message from him. Hey, can I borrow 20 bucks? Dude, you're the one with the great job making the money and the house and, you know, all of this. I'm on a fixed income, but sure. Yeah, here's 20 bucks. Okay. Um. But yeah, you know, I know that if I was desperate and I would have to be desperate to go to him, that I could go to him and say, hey, could you help me out? I can't pay this bill or, you know, I'm a little short this month. And if he had it, he would. I mean, he is a decent guy. He's a good guy. He's just not my guy. I don't think he ever was my guy. When our daughter was born, um, I mean, I'm going to be like totally blunt, totally honest here. Once our daughter was born, I had no more use to him, really. I gave him what he wanted. He had two sons and a daughter and he took my two boys and, you know, made them his own. And then he had his own biological child. And she became his entire world. And in that entire world, there was no more room for me. And I was okay with that. I was okay with that. Because that gave me the freedom to go do whatever I wanted to do. So I did. Um, and I think that's where... It probably really started to fall apart. Yeah, but 
I mean, it was always tenacious at best, <laughs> if I'm honest. If I'm honest, it was always, you know, okay, well, you'll do for now. Um, I think we both kind of went into it that way, like, all right, well, you know, you'll do. <laughs> so, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but my sister asked me tonight if I was going to change my name. And I don't really see a need to do that. Like, we were kind of trying to convince my mom to change her name when she got divorced, but she'd only been married to the jerk for five years. So we wanted her to kind of change it back to Harris, which I don't think she can because that was my dad's last name and he's dead now. So it's not like she can go back to being married to him because he's, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Um, but I was talking about it with her and I talked about this with Dave as my publisher, not as my boyfriend. Um, I write under the name Stephanie J. Barty. So if I were to change it, I would have to change my writing name. And then, I mean, in all that too, is I'd have to change all of my identification, my passport, my bank account, my driver's license, my health card, my credit cards, my P.O. box, my rental lease. It just, it's a nightmare, the amount of things I'd have to change my name on. So, I mean, legally, I can still keep that name. I can still use that name because I'm not using it for anything illegal. So... I think I'm just going to, unless I'm told to do otherwise, I am just going to keep my name the way it is. I mean, it doesn't have any emotional meaning to me other than it's just, it's been my name for 20 years. So I'm kind of used to it. And my birth name just, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't, it's not me. It's not who I am. Now, if I could change my name, I mean, still, I would have to go through the whole rigmarole of all the identification being changed and you know if I'm going to do that I'd be I'd better be getting a husband out of the deal if I'm changing my name again there better be like something out of this other than just a name change on some identification because <laughs> it's a pain in the ass <laughs> let me tell you I mean, guys don't have this problem they don't have to go through this when they get married they don't have to go through this when they get divorced. It's the woman that has to go through all this crap. I don't think that's fair. I really don't. But anyway, I digress. I've, I've been watching a lot of um, political TikToks right now. And this, as you know, is June and it is Gay Pride Month. And um, there is a battle right now between the LGBTQ plus community and the indigenous community because of one move, placing the hand over the mouth. Now, originally, they were doing that and they were doing it with the red paint and um, a lot of the indigenous women went, whoa. Whoa, wait a minute. No, that is the symbol for the missing and murdered indigenous women and men and two-spirited. No, you can't use that. So now 
the LGBTQ community is all up in arms saying, you can't silence us, blah, 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 blah. And all the indigenous community is saying is, please find something else to use. Use duct tape, use a scarf, use something else other than your hand. Um, so, yeah, I've been watching this play out, so I'm kind of, um, hmm. <laughs> I have my opinions. I'm going to keep them to myself because uh, I don't want to start a raging battle over my on my podcast. Uh, because I know there are people that listen to my podcast that like to stir the pot. And I know that they would love to jump on this and stir that pot just to piss me off. So, no, Mike, I'm not going to let you do it. Keeping my opinions to myself. <laughs> Now, Mike likes to do it doesn't necessarily mean that that is his opinion. He just takes the opposite opinion just to stir things up. Um, yeah, and, and just, I don't know. I'm going through my Facebook memories lately, too, and it's kind of funny that I look back on them even like 12 years ago, 13 years ago, 14 years ago, and very rare is there a mention of my husband, my ex-husband now? Um, I very rarely did I mention him, especially when I was doing my joy statuses. He didn't feature very often in those. <laughs> Should have been a clue. Um, and I'm coming across some old poetry that I had written that... Sorry, strange sound. Um, that I had written, that I had thought I'd lost or forgotten that I had written it. Uh, let me see. I think I cleaned out. Oh, no, it was my other phone that I cleaned out. I think I saved it to this phone. Um, I did not. Oh, bummer. Oh, I did. Okay, so this one. Um, it's called The Strangest Things Pop Into My Head. I was standing on my back deck in the dark, and these words popped into my head. So I ran with it, filtering, falling, feeling, feet, firmly planted on the ground, grounded, growing, grasping, grieving for what could have become, became before, belief, believe in my heart of self, selfless, selfish, settled, sighing for what could have become, became before, belief in my, oh wait, I'm rereading that. Anyway, in my heart of self, selfless, selfish, settled, sighing, at the smile of my soul, live, love, learn, laugh at my silly fears, fear, feared, fearless, face the world with all I have, all that I am, and all that I can become. Yeah, that one was kind of strange things that pop into my head i'm telling you I'm just scrolling through now to see if there's any other poetry that uh i keep some of the strangest things let me tell you That's some weird pictures anyway yeah so i saved that because a lot of my poetry back then um i would just write in my status and then forget about it and think, oh, I can go back and get it later, and then don't. <laughs> so I'm glad Facebook does this memory thing, 
because I would be screwed. There would be poems that would be lost forever in out there in cyberland. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I started accumulating more poetry for a second poetry book. I don't have quite enough yet, but, uh, I will, I'm sure. <laughs> and, uh, penance is, um, getting up there. That reminds me, I forgot to post member of the month today. Well, let's just go and see who that lucky person is. Uh, since I'm here, we might as well just go and find out. Let's see. Okay, so that is the number to beat, and it looks like it might be a tie. Unless I find one that beats that number. All right, well, we have a tie, so I am going to have to defer to the boss man because he has a way of determining the tie. I'm not sure how he does it. I can't remember how he does it. It's it's a it's something in the votes themselves um, for it to be a true tie. So, yeah. That's kind of interesting. I'm I'm thrilled that we have that. So yeah, but anyway, as I was saying, penance is kind of playing itself out. I uh, came across a post um, yesterday, today I think it was, might have been yesterday, um, about penance, the first installment of Penance, and I just did the 12th installment in last month's World of Myth magazine, so yeah, that, that, that's been going for a year now. Holy moly. So, I'm excited to see where it's going. I have no idea. I really don't. I'll be honest with you. I have no idea where it's going, um, and I don't until I sit down and I reread what I wrote the last month and then my characters start talking to me and going, okay, so this is what we're going to do now. Um, like I had no idea that Reese was going to be kidnapped. I had no idea that the kidnappers, that that was going to turn out the way it did. No, no idea. When I went in to write this, the kidnapped scene of her being in the dungeon and that, I had a totally different direction that that was going to go in. And my characters are very strong characters and they're very opinionated characters and they my stories are character driven they're not um location driven or um world driven they're character driven so the characters are often will determine where the story's going and it doesn't matter how often how hard i try if they won't go in the direction that i want them to go in until something else happens then that's something else needs to happen because they're just going to keep dragging their feet and making things difficult and saying stupid shit until I fix it. Um, so yeah, that happened. <laughs> it's a, it's a good, it's a good piece too. I was kind of, I was really intrigued with the direction that it went in. Um, and I'm anxious to see what, uh, Jenna has to say about it in her, uh, magazine review. So, Mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to wrap this up for tonight. I do have to get up early. Oh, and as you can hear, 
my beds are starting to kick in. Um, I do have to get up early. And there's a dog grumbling beside me because I need to be quiet now so that he can go to sleep. <laughs> she can go to sleep. Um, we have to, I know she's grumbling because we have to get up early. But, uh, yeah, we have somebody coming through at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. So we need to be up and out of here by 9.30. I need to be caffeinated before any of that can happen. So <laughs> I need to be up by, like, 8. So I'm going to end this here. And my next one hopefully is in California. Um, if not, it will be from the road on my way to California. So I'm excited about that. And yeah, I will keep you guys updated on my journeys. And I want you all to stay safe. Wash your hands. You don't necessarily have to wear your masks anymore, but you can still wash your hands. Wash your hands should be standard. Now you go pee, wash your hands. You pick your nose, wash your hands. You scratch your butt, wash your hands. Just wash your damn hands, okay? Wash your hands. Be kind to each other. Don't lick shit. Unless it's yours, then lick it all you want. I don't care. And I will talk to you all next week. See ya. Carry on my wayward son, there'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest, don't you cry. Don't you cry.